spectacular play turned in by Bellinger. A remarkable catch by Ball Mookie Betts. For Taylor who makes a diving catch. You got this right here. Put the work in. Put the work in. Five all the left. And deep. And This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Your pregame look at the L.A. Dodgers as we take you to first pitch. Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck is presented by Chevrolet. By New Roads. UCLA Health. Keeping you on top of your game. Children's Hospital L.A. From cold to cancer. We got this. The second eye-popping play. Wow. WSS. For all your footwear needs. Proud partner of the Dodgers. Shakey's Pizza. Get more meal for your deal at Shakey's today. And by your SoCal Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Now your host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. How do you not love him? Tim Cates. Hi, everybody, and a welcome in to Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Hope you are well on this beautiful, hot, late Saturday afternoon. Your Los Angeles Dodgers equally as hot, 73-33 and 33 on the season. First place atop the NL West after a 7-1 road trip. The Dodgers returned home and pounded the Padres to extend their lead in the division to 13-and-a-half games tonight. The Dodgers look to widen their lead in the NL West even more while extending their overall winning streak to seven. Andrew Heaney on the mound. First pitch from Dodger Stadium is coming up at 6-10. Coming up over the next hour here on Morocco Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll hear from Andrew Dave Roberts in 45 minutes. We'll hear from one of the newest Dodgers, Joey Gallo, as David Vasse goes one-on-one with him. In 30 minutes, your chance to play the Six Flags most thrilling play of the game contest. Kirsten Watson will stop by from the field in just a little bit, and in a few minutes, we'll set it out to Rick Monday and Charlie Steiner in the booth. Well, last night at the Ravine, a revamp Padres lineup ended up just being more of the same for the Dodgers. Another win. Tony Gonsolin got the start. The Dodger right-hander struggled in the first inning. He threw 30 pitches, but somehow got out of it without giving up a run. In the bottom of the first, the Dodgers put the pressure on Padres starter Sean Manaya, sending up eight batters to the plate. With the bases loaded, Will Smith an infield single. Two runs score on the play after a Padres throwing error. Dodgers up two to nothing, and they weren't done. Two batters later, Hanser. 1-1. Alberto hard ground off the glove of Drury into left field. In to score is Freeman. Will Smith is on his way home. Alberto slides into second base. And the Dodgers have a 4-0 lead. A two-run double down the left field line. That's the top-tier play of the game. Brought to you by Arco. Quality top-tier gas for less. Dodgers with four runs in the bottom of the first. Jumped out to the early lead in the third. The Dodgers offense again with a big inning against Sean Manaya. Two straight singles to start the inning. Then Chris Taylor, a double to left. That scored two more. The Dodgers led six to nothing. Later in the inning, two on, two out for Cody. Well, there goes a runner at second and a shot to right. Soto going back. And he can't get it. It's over his head. It's off the wall. And the Dodgers scored two more. Taylor scores. Thompson scores. And the Dodgers lead eight to nothing. A two-run double for Cody Bellinger. RBI is 42 and 43 on the season. Dodgers up big eight to nothing. Tony Gonsolin would end up throwing five shutout innings while limiting the new high-powered Padres offense with Juan Soto to just three hits. While striking out six along the way, the Dodgers' bullpen took it the rest of the way. David Price, an inning and a two-thirds scoreless innings. Reyes Maranta, 
an inning and a third scoreless innings. Phil Bickford got the ninth. He didn't end up giving up a run, but that was it. Dodgers on a night in which the fans, the players, Dodger Nation, all of baseball paid tribute to Vince Scully. They go on and pound the Padres 8-1. to Tony Gonsolin now tied for the National League lead with 13 wins with the W. The Dodgers have now won six straight. They're a season-high 40 games over 500 on this season. Tonight, game two of this three-game series against Juan Soto and the Padres. Andrew Heaney gets the ball. First pitch is 6-10. And with more, we head out to Dodger Stadium and say hello to Charlie Steiner and Rick Monday. Guys? All right, Tim, last night, of course, a special night at Dodger Stadium. We'll be talking about the Vin Scully ceremonies in just a bit. But as we watched the game last night, Mo, and I said it on the air, it's a new-look Padres, but it's the same old result. The Dodgers have beaten them 15 of the last 17 and 10 of their last 11 here at Dodger Stadium, and it was an 8-1 to route. Yeah, and it maybe wasn't even that close as far as uh, the performance on the field. And for the Padres, uh, you know, yes, they have improved their team. They're a better team, but they did not come close to uh, playing like it in last night's ball game. The Dodgers got out to a very big start initially. Four runs on four hits in that very first inning. Took advantage of one costly error, that being a throwing error in the opening inning. But there were stolen bases. There were some of the uh, the players were caught a little flat-footed as far as on the Padres side. So the Dodgers took care of business, and that's exactly what you have to do when you're trying to increase your lead. The Dodgers have won six in a row, 9 of 10, 14 of 17, 27 of the last 32. 13-3 and three since the All-Star break, and Gonsolin delivered a, a fine outing after a very shaky first inning. Yeah, and for Gonsolin, 30 pitches in that very first inning. Although 20 were strikes, but he went too deep into the counts, and uh, he came back second, third, and then again in the fourth inning. He did a fine job with one, two, three, also in the fifth. He gave way because of the pitch count, 98 pitches in the five innings that he worked. The bullpen continues to really shine and shine very brightly. And tonight, Charlie, you're going to see a little bit, a little difference in the lineup. Joey Gallo will start in left field. Bellinger batting eighth. He's in center. Then Austin Barnes will do the catching with Will Smith as the designated hitter. So we're seeing Dave Roberts now not afraid to stack up a number of left-handed batters in a row. And when you look at uh, tonight's lineup, they have four in a row near the bottom. Muncie, Lux, Gallo, and then Bellinger. Of course, Freddie Freeman, the lefty, but he's batting third up near the top of the lineup. Dodgers now a season-high 40 games over 500. They've got the best record in baseball and the largest division lead of any of the six division leaders, 13 and a half over the Padres. And now before we look ahead to uh, the game later on in the hour, let's just reflect for a moment or two on what we saw, felt, and heard last night. Well, uh, the emotions uh, in this house, uh, there were not too many dry eyes and for very good reasons. You and I have been talking about it and um, amongst ourselves and uh, it is painful to say goodbye to a friend, but one thing about it, when you come to Dodger Stadium, we'll never have to say really goodbye to Vin Scully because he is everywhere. And coming into the ballpark today, for those that are coming in, there's a wonderful display and some photographs just outside the Vin Scully press box. We urge you to take some time, get here early or stay late, and just sit there and do what we have done. Stand there, look and reminisce. It was so hard, and I said it last night. I actually caught myself after I said it when I said, the late Ben Scully. Still doesn't seem right. Well, the Dodgers and the Padres, it's the second game of this three-game series. It's going to be Andrew Heaney 
and Mike Clevenger having at it. We'll detail that pitching matchup later on in the hour, Tim. All right. Thank you, Charlie. We're off and running here on Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. We'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. David Vasego's one-on-one with one of the newest Dodgers, Joey Gallo. We'll break down this pitching matchup. Your chance to play the Six Flags most thrilling play of the game contest. But up next, we'll go down to the field and check in with Kirsten Watson. We're leading you up to first pitch on this hot Saturday late afternoon. Dodgers and Padres. First pitch is 610. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers. Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Dodgers on Deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Let's get you into the stadium and out of your car from the In-N-Out Dodgers Traffic Center. Here's Dave Joseph. Slowing through downtown L.A. on the 101 northbound between Mission Road and the 110. While the 101 southbound, you're slow between Western and Echo Park Avenue. Headed through Glendale, the 5 southbound, heavy on the brakes between the 134 and Mission Road. Also, the 110 northbound, going to be slow from Gage to the 10, and then again from the 10 to the 101. And the 110 southbound, the Pasadena Freeway, you're on the brakes between Colorado Boulevard and California Boulevard. That's a look at your Dodgers game day traffic. I'm Dave Joseph. Thanks, Dave. After the game, head on over to In-N-Out for classic burgers, fries, and shakes. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger's all about. Dodgers and Padres, game two of this three-game series. Andrew Heaney and Mike Clevenger, the pitching matchup. Don't forget, Dodger fans, for your chance to win a $50 gift card to Daniels Jewelers. Be a part of the Daniels Jewelers home run forecast. Just go to am570lasports.com, keyword home run. am570lasports.com, keyword home run. This is Kirsten's Corner with Kirsten Watson. Hey, Kirsten now joins us from the field before the Dodgers and Padres on this Saturday night. Before we get into tonight and the latest on Clayton Kershaw, we go back to last night. Kirsten, what an emotional night. What a tribute in the ceremony for Vince Scully. And then the game itself, the Padres revamped their roster with Juan Soto and crew. But same old, same old thing, Dodgers win again. <laughs> yeah, same old thing. But look, I, I think you said it perfectly. It, it was a special night last night. It started with the tribute to Ben Foley and, you know, having all of the players on the mound and everyone saying it's time for Dodger baseball all together, the players, the fans. It was, you know, you could kind of, it gave you chills about how special that was. And the guys all were so grateful that they were able to take a moment and be present and uh, have that moment ahead of the game before getting into baseball. So, uh, they, they really they felt it was special, and obviously everyone's been saying win for Vin, and uh, they did just that. I mean, they had quite the performance yesterday. The bats were going. They were having fun. They said it had a playoff atmosphere mm-hmm. uh, to the game last night, uh, but they know that obviously today's going to be a different one, and the Padres are going to bring it, so we'll see what happens today, but it'll be – they know what they got to do. Chris Taylor back off the IL, and he produced last night with a couple of RBIs. What does his role look like moving forward? How does this – piece fit into the puzzle yeah no it's really a question so i just got a chance to talk to him and well we've been seeing him primarily in left field for the first half of the season before going on to the il with the left foot fracture here most recently uh things are gonna look a little bit different the second half of the season with him being back he told me that he feels like he's definitely gonna be taking on more of that utility role that he knows obviously super well he said that he thinks there'll be more times whether it's left field center field second base uh, some third base. He said that it hasn't been like officially communicated to what exactly like the plan is just yet, but that is where he uh, is, is really seeing things. And he said that he feels really comfortable in the outfield right now since obviously that's where most of his reps have been this season. Uh, but he's been taking rounders and continuing to 
to get his work in in the infield and feel more confident. But he's looking at more of kind of that second base, third base when he's going to be playing infield. Clayton Kershaw, what's the latest on number 22's back? Yeah, so he had an x-ray and an MRI yesterday. and The MRI revealed that uh, there's nothing new. So compared to his imaging in the past, it looks the same, which is a really good thing. And he did have an epidural yesterday, so hopefully some of that pain will subside, um, that soreness in the next couple days. Uh, but Dave said right now they don't have a, a official timeline just yet. He's hoping that it's going to be a couple weeks to about a month that he's down. But until he picks up a ball and starts playing catch, there that's when they'll have really a better idea. Um, but Dave feels optimistic that, one, this is different from the first back injury when he was down for a month. That was on the right side of his back and this in the SI joint area, and this is on the left side. Um, so he, he does feel, and as well as Clayton, they feel optimistic that this is this is different, um, and hopefully it won't be as long. Let's hope so. Kirsten, great stuff. We'll check in with you after the game. Still to come here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. We'll dive deeper to this pitching matchup. We'll check in with the newest Dodger, Joey Gallo. But up next, we'll get you an injury report, and we'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. It's the Dodgers and Padres on this Saturday night. First pitch is 610. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's Dodgers and Padres on this Saturday night. Andrew Heaney and Mike Clevenger, the pitching man. Jeff, first pitch coming up at 6-10. The L.A. Dodgers Injury Report. Brought to you by UCLA Health. The official medical partner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw on the IL with the sore lower back. More on that coming up. Justin Turner on the IL with the abdominal strain. Bruce Nargaratterall on the IL with the right shoulder inflammation. Walker Buehler continues to try to work his way back off the IL from the flexor tender strain. Edwin Rios is in Camelback Ranch trying to come back from a torn hamstring. Blake Trine and Tommy Canley both progressing. Dustin May in AAA Oklahoma City making minor league rehab starts. Victor Gonzalez, Danny Duffy also trying to work their way back off the IL. Let's head back out to Dodger Stadium as we check in with the Dodger Skipper. Anything else for Dave? Dave, do you think... Other questions for Dave? Dave, can you just describe... Dave, can you talk about the pressure? In the dugout with Dave Roberts. Clayton's doing. I, I haven't seen him today, um, but everything I, I hear from the training staff, um, he, he's a little kind of still sore. Um, I don't know when he's going to pick up a baseball again, um, but I think I use that uh, phrase "status quo." I think that's where we're at right now, and uh, he'll be, uh, you know, again. I think it's going to be shorter than longer term. There was a sim game out here today, Blake. Uh, trying to, how did that go for him? And was Bruce Hart out there as well? Uh, Bruce Starr was out there. Um, Blake was out there. They both threw an inning, and um, Blake was good. I think he was 20-something pitches. Uh, Bruce Starr was really good um, facing hitters, so I I think it went off really well. I'm not sure um, what's next in line, assuming that they both come out of it really well. Um, Again, I think Bruce Starr is still... 10 days away, and I think Blake is right around September 1. Dave, what gives you the confidence that a shorter term thing would play in and not longer term? I think uh, symptomatically, um, where he came out of that game in San Francisco, he's had similar uh, sensations. And so I think that's something 
you know, fortunately, unfortunately, he's had a lot of history with that. So, kind of what has transpired in the past. Is he doing an epidural? Yeah, once he picks up a baseball, and kind of, is that kind of like the, the bigger thing, or is whenever he? No, I, I think it's more when he feels good, um, because assuming that you know he can pick up a baseball sooner, it's just more of how his body is moving, and then the arm should still be fine. Is he getting an epidural or anything? He did get an epidural. He did get an epidural, and so that's going to take a couple days to kind of settle in. And, uh, you know, once that kind of soreness, you know, dissipates, then I, I think we'll know more as well. Just to clarify with the MRI, I mean, when you say nothing new, is there nothing structural wrong or nothing just different than last nothing time? Nothing different from the last, I would assume, couple MRIs. Did he have the epidural today and yesterday? Yesterday. Is there anything structurally wrong? I, I don't know. I don't know that. All I know is that the words from our, from the doc was it's the same. So um, I really don't think it matters in the sense that he's pitched all season. And, and if the MRI says that there's nothing, there's no new findings. All right. There's Dave Roberts down at the dugout brought to you by Alignment Health. Get the freedom you deserve with Alignment Health Plant's Ava PPO Plant. Visit AlignmentHealthPlant.com today. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with David Vasse as we lead you up to first pitch. Dodgers and Padres, 13 and a half games separate these two teams from the standings. First pitch is 610. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Padres on this hot Saturday early evening. I Andrew Heaney, Mike Clevenger, the pitching matchup. First pitch from Dodger Stadium is coming up at 610. Joining Tim Cates on Dodgers on deck. I accept everybody for who they are. This is Dodger Insider. David Bassett. All right, David, we heard from Dave Roberts just a few minutes ago in this media scrum with you. It kind of just feels like a wait and see with Clayton Kershaw on his back now. Yeah, we've been through this a few times (laughs) over the last uh, six years, Tim. So, honestly, the only thing we can gauge when he's going to return or get close to returning is when he picks up a baseball and we see him playing catch on the field. When that happens, then we'll have a better idea of the timeline for his return. But it seems like it's going to be at least three weeks until he returns because just off of history, when he's had these back flare-ups, that's what it, that's the time it's taken at the very least. And earlier this season, when he had an issue on the left side of his lower back, it took a month for him to make another start. So that's a good kind of... Uh, setting of expectations for Kershaw and look he'll be back to be able to pitch in September to tune up for October speaking of October Dave you kind of hate to look ahead it's only August but they have a 13 and a half game lead and let's start thinking about the postseason how's this Dodger pitching staff starting to come together for October the only thing we know for sure is that Julio Urias will be ready to go for October Tim and the one part of this equation for the Dodgers pitching, or if you want to call it a rotation in October, Mm -hmm. feels like it's going to take an entire staff Mm -hmm. to be able to get through October. I don't really believe you're going to have traditional one game one starter, game two starter, game three starter, etc. 
because of the question marks they're facing right now. And also Tyler Anderson and Tony Gonsolin uh, really hitting marks of their careers, especially Gonsolin as far as innings goes, that we haven't seen before. And also when Dustin May comes back in a couple of starts, uh, what's he going to look like? And how many innings can the Dodgers count on him for? Walker Bueller. When the Dodgers lay their eyes on him in a game situation in September, what's realistic as far as how deep he can go? So I feel like it's going to be a non-traditional way of navigating a pitching staff to get through October. Makes what the bullpen's been doing as of late even more important in September October, Dave. Yeah, and that's where these starters, these reinforcements coming back can shorten games. Mm -hmm. If you have a combination of Dustin May and Walker Bueller or Walker Bueller and Tyler Anderson, Mm -hmm. you can cover innings that way in the game without using guys that are supposed to be saved for high leverage situations later in the game. Blake Trinan and Bruce Dark Gratterall are going to be returning at the end of August, so they should be ready to go as well. And I know for a fact Blake Trinan is not going to come back and start pitching back-to-back games, but the Dodgers' hope is by the time the playoffs come around that he can pitch back-to-back days and pitch two out of three days. Dave is brought to you by Ford. Now during the Ford Summer Supercharged Sales Event, rev up your summer with great offers on select Ford vehicles. You'll not only bring the fun this summer, you'll supercharge it. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealer to learn more. The Dodgers have a 13-and-a-half game lead over the Padres. Dave, I think some Dodger fans think, all right, this is it. We won't see the Padres in October. They're not going to make the playoffs, but they may very well make the playoffs, and the Dodgers may very well may see them in the postseason. Yeah, well, the Dodgers right now are have the best record in baseball, which means they have the best record in the National League. The Padres, no doubt, are going to be a wild-card team. And the way it's set up right now, it doesn't seem like uh, the brackets are going to change that much. The Padres are going to play the second-place team in the NL East, whether that's the Mets or Braves. The only question for the Padres is, can they secure home field advantage for that best of two out of three playoff series in the first round so they don't have to go to the East Coast if they win it, then come back to Dodger Stadium to start an NLDS? Whoever does not have home field advantage in that wild card series is going to be at a tremendous disadvantage. All right, Dave, great stuff. Looking forward to your conversation with Joey Gallo. That's coming up in 15 minutes, Dodger fans. All right, we need three contestants because it's time for the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game Contest, 866-987-2570. You know how it works. You predict the player and the inning that the most thrilling play will happen. If you're correct, you're going to win season passes to Six Flags Magic Mountain. All three of our contestants do win tickets just for playing. So if you've played before, you have won. 866-9872-570. Dodgers and Padres, first pitch at 610. I'm Tim Cates, this Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Padres on this Saturday night, game two of this three-game weekend series. Dodgers won last night. Now 13 and a half games up in the division. Andrew Heaney, Mike Clevenger, the pitching matchup tonight. First pitch set for 6-10. Woo-hoo! The thrilling play of the game is brought to you by Six Flags Magic Mountain, where Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single-rail coaster in the world in the record 20th coaster, is now open. Rise above all else at the thrill capital of the world. 
All right, our three contestants are ready to go. Rodney is first up. Rodney, what is your guess? I'm going to go Gavin Lux in the second. Gavin Lux in the second inning. All right, good luck to you, Rodney. Taylor is our second contestant. Welcome, Taylor. What is your guess? I'm going to go with Freddie Freeman in the first. Freddie Freeman in the first inning. All right, good luck to you, Taylor. Alex is our third and final contestant. Alex, welcome to you. What's your guess? I'm going to say Mookie Betts in the fourth. Mookie Betts in the fourth inning. All right, good luck to you, Alex. Taylor and Rodney are three contestants in the Six Flags Thoroughly Play of the Game Contest. Remember, conquer the new Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world. Rise above all else, Six Flags Magic Mountain. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check back in with Rick Monday as we're leading up to first pitch. Dodgers and Padres. I'm Tim Cates, this is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Dodgers on Deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Let's get you into the stadium and out of your car from the In-N-Out Dodgers Traffic Center. Here's Dave Joseph. Slow go through Griffith Park on the 5. Southbound, you're on the brakes between Zoo Drive and Main Street. Los Angeles, the 110 southbound, you're on the brakes between Colorado Boulevard and California Boulevard. And on the 110 northbound, things are slow between Slauson and the 10 freeway. Also, the 110 Pasadena freeway northbound, slow between the 10 and Hill Street. The 101 northbound, you're on the brakes between the 5 and the 110. While the southbound side of the 101 through Hollywood, things are slow between Santa Monica Boulevard and Glendale Boulevard. That's a look at your Dodgers game day traffic. I'm Dave Joseph. Thanks, Dave. After the game, head on over to In-N-Out for the classic burgers, fries, and shakes. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger's all about. Dodgers and Padres, first pitch coming up at 610. Still to come, we'll get you the keys to the game. I'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup, and we'll check in with Joey Gallo. But first... And now, joined by David Massey, here's L.A. Dodgers broadcaster and World Series champion Dodger, Rick Monday. Rick, last night, a very special night at Dodgers Stadium, before, during, and after the game, and you and Charlie did a great job weaving in Vince Scully's stories during the broadcast as the Dodgers were bringing the Padres back to some reality last night. Well, uh, what we did not see last night, and I thought that the tribute, I mean, uh, there were not too many dry eyes in the house last night, and for very good reason. We lost a, a dear, dear friend, and I I still go back and getting a lot of text even today. Um we can take just a moment. Uh, Charlie and I have talked about this, and, and we come at it from, from two different angles, uh, both good angles. Uh, he saw the Dodgers leave his hometown. I saw the Dodgers arrive in my hometown. But, uh, but Ben Scully and the Dodgers touched us at a very early age. And it is difficult uh, to lose a friend because our friend, every day that we listen to him, in particular on the radio, it was as if he would reach out and put a gentle hand on your shoulder and say, Hey, have you had a tough day? Well, you know, let's put that aside. I'm your friend. You know, in the next three hours, we're just going to sit down, pull up a chair, we're going to sit down. I'm going to tell you about the Dodgers and the baseball game. And you knew you were safe for three hours and listening to him. And we miss that. And we are going to continue to miss that. But I cherish the memories. Yeah, and those were great stories that you shared with us last night. Now, as Vin would say, let's get back to this one, the baseball game, because you know Vin uh, would not spend too much time on himself. Yeah. What did you think about the new-look Padres last night? I was, I kept looking for the new-look Padres. <laughs> um, I thought there for a while they were the San Francisco Giants, and I don't mean that in an extremely derogatory way. Um, and, and maybe it was just one of those things. I think they probably just misfired last night, and, and they misfired in, in a big, big way. I was happy to see a lot of different things that took place. Uh, A, the Dodgers won. The manner in which they won, no question about it. And it's against a division rival team. 
uh, that made it sweeter. But I was just wondering myself during the ceremonies last night if there was going to be a letdown. Because, let's face it, it was an emotional game. Granted, there were only six members of this Dodger team that were on the active roster the last games that, uh, that Ben Scully broadcast. But those six, I'm certain, talked to someone else and someone else and someone else. And if they've listened at all and read at all or uh, uh, seen at all uh, what's coverage and, and talked about, they understand the magnitude that that man had on, on Dodger baseball. So I was glad that there was not a, a, really a letdown as far as emotion. And uh, they did everybody proud last night. Yeah, I thought Dave Roberts set the tone for the game because he was not in a very uh, depressing mood when he said uh, it's time for Dodger baseball. He said it, and he said let's go to rally his players. Yeah, and that's the same thing that Vin did. Uh, You know, Vin went went through trials and tribulations within his own uh, life as well, as we do. Unfortunately, you know, reality from time to time, uh, sticks up, rears up its its ugly head. None of us are immune to it. No families are immune to it. And uh, the Scully family went through that. But when Vinny went on the air, he didn't hesitate for a moment to let a day that, you know, how many days did we ever stop and think, did Vin have a good day today? It always felt like he did. Yeah. But we all know not every day is a perfect day. That's but you, true. When you come into the stadium, as you always say, you check reality outside the gates. Today's Dodger Game Plan is sponsored by California Community Colleges. Create your game plan for life with a college education. Enroll today at ICanGoToCollege.com. Okay, two things. On this date, a couple of dates that really took place. Let's go to 1993 to begin with. A certain outfielder that was with the San Diego Padres, Tony Gwynn, who was just everybody's friend. Well, he moved his average to 348. He also collected career hit number 2,000 on this date at then Jack Murphy Stadium, right? Now let's go back to or go forward six years because on this date, 1999, the same Mr. Tony Gwynn against the Expos collected in the first inning career hit number 3,000. So on this date, he picked up career number 2,000. On this date, six years later, he picks up career hit number 3,000. But here's the clincher. It was on his mother's birthday. Not a bad present. No doubt, no doubt. Mr. Padre, Tony Gwynn, certainly meant a lot to not only the Padres, but all of baseball. Rick, we'll check in with you and Charlie a little bit later. Look forward to it, David. Thanks. Thanks, Rick. Tim, we'll send it back to you. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Shakey's, home of the original pizza, chicken, and mojos. The triple play of flavor. On game night, feed the group for about 10 bucks a person only at Shakey's. Still to come here on Dodgers on Deck. We'll get you a preview of this pitching matchup. Mo will be back with Charlie with the keys to the game. But up next, we go high and tight with one of the newest Dodgers, Joey Gallo. It's the Dodgers and Padres' first pitch coming up at 610. I'm Tim Cates. It's Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and the Padres on this Saturday night. Dodgers 13 and a half games up in the division. Andrew Heaney, Mike Clevenger, the pitching matchup still to come. Rick and Charlie will get you the keys to the game. We'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. Dodger fans, when you need the very best care for your child, go to Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Ranked number one in California for pediatric care. Find the right doctor at chla.org. David Vasse. And now, what will likely be Vasse fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This is high and tight. 
Joey Gallo is in the Dodgers starting lineup tonight against Mike Clevenger, and Joey joins us. Thanks a lot for the time. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate uh, having me on. I'm excited to be here. I know you are. I know you're dipping your toes slowly with the Dodgers. What's it been like as far as getting acclimated the first three days? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been crazy. A little <laughs> bit of a whirlwind, uh, you know, kind of from living in New York and, and, and having to come all the way across the country overnight, essentially, uh, getting all my, my stuff packed up and my car shipped back out here. But uh, I can't complain. It's just such a great place to be and a great group of guys. So uh, I feel like I've, I've fit in really well so far. I'm not sure people really appreciate when a player gets traded in the middle of the year. It's not just about baseball. It's about moving your entire life to a different city. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because people ask me, they're like, you know, how much time are they giving you to, you know, move? Like a couple weeks? I'm like, no, I got to go tomorrow night. And they're like, what? <laughs> like, you know, people don't realize you think you just turn the TV on and they're there now. But it's a lot that goes behind the scene to make that happen and find a place to live and uh, get your whole life you know, shipped across the country. Um, but, you know, it's part of the job. It's part of the what we signed up for, and, uh, you know, I wouldn't really want it any other way. What do you know about Los Angeles, Joey, since you're here now? What do you know about it? Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I've been in Los Angeles a lot growing up. I was from Las Vegas, so uh, we traveled and played in L.A. and SoCal uh, a lot growing up. So, um, you know, it's great weather, uh, you know, nice beaches. I haven't been by a beach in a, a little while now, so I'm excited <laughs> to go go see some water and some sand. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I, I pretty much grew up in, in Southern California just because every weekend we were always out here playing. What is it about your generation of players, Bryce Harper, Chris Bryant, yourself, Las Vegas baseball? What What is about Vegas and the time that you were growing up where you guys turned out to be major league players and very good ones? Yeah, I think... Uh, you know, we, we had great parents and uh, really dedicated parents who, uh, you know, kind of knew the game of baseball. And I think playing against each other and that high-level competition at such a young age, it really helped us uh, develop. And um, always playing at, you know, older than us, kids older than us, always competing, traveling as much as we can. Um, so I think just having that, you know, group of guys that, you know, we always wanted to be Major League Baseball players. There was no plan B. So uh, I think having that community of guys that just wanted to strive for the big leagues, it really helped us and, you know, get to where we are now. Was baseball your first love? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. It was definitely my first love ever since I was, ever since I could remember, really. Well, you're a big dude, so that's why I had to ask. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean you know, when you're little, you don't know how big you're going to end up being. So I just ended up being 6'5". You know, I wasn't, it's not that we planned on that happening. But, uh, you know, and then growing up in Las Vegas, we played year-round, you know. Uh, so I didn't really play any other sports, just pretty much baseball uh, for, you know, my whole life. Joey Gallo is our guest. He's in the starting lineup tonight for the Dodgers against the Padres. Last night, a very emotional night to have your first game at Dodger Stadium. The tribute to Vince Scully before, during, and after the games. And obviously the Padres are super emotional when they play the Dodgers. What did you think about your first taste of playing at Dodger Stadium wearing the home team's colors? Yeah, it's uh, exciting. <laughs> you know, I always came here. I played here quite a bit on the road, but obviously it's different being uh, wearing, you know, the white unis and, and wearing the Dodgers across your chest. And, and you know, it's um, such a special night to be a part of um, with Vin Scully. You know, he's a legend and, you know, it's just a throughout baseball. Everybody knows him. Everybody loved him. And, uh, you know, he'll he'll definitely be missed. And I'm, I'm glad I could be a part of that, uh, you know, celebration of, of what he did for the Dodgers. 
Joey, you mentioned in San Francisco something that we all don't really know or realize that you hadn't played in over a week. Do you feel like the rust is being knocked off? It's slowly being knocked (laughs) off. I think baseball's baseball's a funny sport, you know. I don't when you when you don't play for a day, it feels like a week. So when you don't play for a week, it feels like a month. And uh, and and that's something the Dodgers knew. Um, they they're trying to kind of get me back into it a little slowly um, because it's you know baseball is a really repetitive sport. You have to constantly see pitching. You have to constantly you know um, understand you know the way the game's being played and how your body moves. So we don't play for a little while. It like I said, it feels like forever. So, uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, it's it's about being ready, uh, you know, for this last stretch of the season and and for the playoffs. All right, before I let you go, I know you're all business tonight in the starting lineup. But Italian restaurants, you got to find some out here on the West Coast. Don't sleep on the West Coast in Italian. Hey, I no, hey man, I, I grew up on the West Coast. I don't sleep on the West Coast Italian restaurants. So, I mean, I, obviously coming from New York, it's pretty good there. But hey, I'm. Uh, I'm all for trying, you know, what LA's got. Hey, listen, this is no cheesy casino Italian restaurants out here, Gallo. We got some real authentic Italian out here. I'm, I'm excited to try it for sure. <laughs> Thanks a lot for the time and continued success and stay healthy the rest of the way. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. There he is, Joey Gallo, and he receives a gift card to Travis Matthew. You could find them on TravisMatthew.com. Tim, we'll send it back to you. I got a lot of suggestions as far as Italian restaurants, but uh, we can maybe tweet them at them or send them on Instagram. All right, leading up to first pitch Dodgers and Padres on this hot Saturday evening up next we'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup I'm Tim Cates this Los Angeles Dodgers audio network this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on your home for the blue all season long Looking to sell your junk car? Jose Mora here. Pick your party. Southern California's leading car buyer paying top dollar for your vehicle today. Call 800-962-CARS and let Pick Your Part hit a home run for you. It's the Dodgers and Padres on this Saturday night. First pitch in the ravine coming up at 610. And now... Before the Dodgers hit the diamond, we look at the pitching matchup. Presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers, Andrew Heaney on the mound. 1-0 with a .77 ERA. The 31-year-old left-hander making his sixth start of the season. He's had a couple of stints on the injured list this year already, so the start numbers aren't tremendously high. He's making just his fifth, sixth start this year. He's dealt with the uh, shoulder inflammation last time out. Four innings, one run, four hits, seven strikeouts in a no decision against the Giants. In fact, his two starts since coming back from the IL, he's pitched pretty well. Each outing, four innings, he's given up a total of one run on five hits while striking out 11. He'll face the Padres for the first time since 2020. He's 1-0 in two starts with a 126 ERA. He struck out 12 batters and walked three in 14 and a third innings in his career against him. Mike Clevenger and his long hair will go for the Padres. 31-year-old right-hander, eighth season in the big leagues. He's 3-3 three three with a 3-1-3 ERA on the season. Clevenger in his eighth season, third with the Padres since coming over from the Guardians, making his 12th start. Last time out, seven innings, one run, five hits, six strikeouts, and a win over the Rockies. He's 1-0 so far in August after a rough July where he was 0-3 with an ERA over four. In his first career regular season appearance against the Dodgers, that's tonight. This will be his second ever appearance against them. First one came in game one of the NLDS at Globe Life Field back in October of 2020. He lasted just an inning, came out of the game, ended up needing Tommy John surgery after that appearance. Dodgers and Padres. First pitch from the ravine is coming up in 15 minutes. Keys to the game are next. I'm Tim Cates, Los Angeles Dodgers. Audio Network. 
As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Padres on this Saturday night. Andrew Heaney, Mike Clevenger, the pitching matchup. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Metro, celebrating the real MVPs of Los Angeles. Our bus operators, remember to thank your driver. First pitch coming up at 6-10. Dodgers come in with a 13-and-a-half game lead over the Padres in the Western Division of the National League. Before that, though, let's head back out to the booth for a final check-in with Rick and Charlie. Guys. Well, the Dodgers continue on their merry way at the expense of the San Diego Padres after last night's 8-1 to shellacking. The Dodgers have won 15 of their last 17 against the Pods and 10 of their last 11 here at Dodger Stadium. Andrew Heaney's going to be making his sixth start of the year for the Dodgers tonight. He's got an ERA of about three-quarters of a run. Mike Clevenger going for the Padres. Yeah, Heaney, since he's come off the injured list, has been uh, spot on. And uh, I think also his pitches have been spot on. And keeping hitters off balance, of course, isn't that the story of trying to do as a pitcher kind of goes. But the lefty tonight for this Dodger ball club, I think really kind of feeling his oats. And the last time out, he was really attacking the strike zone early in the count. And Clevenger, the long-haired right-handed. Yeah, well, one thing about Clevenger, first of all, he does not throw a high percentage of ground balls. And so that could lead to some balls maybe being hit out of the uh, the ballpark in tonight's ballgame. I think the other question some scouts bring up with Clevenger, does he throw too many pitches? The fastball, the cut fastball, the curveball, the slider. Oh, we left out the changeup. He also throws that. So a lot of different pitches, and he has to be fine with all of them. Prone to the long ball, he's given up seven home runs in his 60 innings of work. It's the Dodgers and the Padres. It's the second game of this three-game series. A beautiful Saturday night at Dodger Stadium. Lineups and first pitch coming up. All right, game two of this three-game series brought to you by your Southern California Toyota dealers. New vehicles like the sleek new Camrys are arriving daily at your Toyota dealer. To see all offers or find a dealer near you, visit toyota.com. They make it easy. The Dodgers have made it look pretty easy to beat the Padres this year. 13-and-a-half game lead over San Diego. Looking to extend that with the win tonight. Andrew Heaney gets the ball when we come back. Tomorrow they'll wrap up this three-game series, and the Dodgers will have a much-deserved day off on Monday before the Minnesota Twins come to town for a two-game series. First up, though, Andrew Heaney, Mike Clevenger, Dodgers, Padres. First pitch is next. I'm Tim Case. This has been Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck on the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. Enjoy the game, everybody. It's 